Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today marks the 29th of March of the year 2020, on which day British summertime begins. Which is a lie, of course. British summertime never begins. There's no such thing. I'm joking. Of course, British summertime begins on the day when there is a glimpse of sunlight and then office workers, for some reason, lie in the park naked. It's a terrible thing. 29th of March in history, some interesting events. In 1461 on this day, during the War of the Roses, Duke Edward of York defeated the Lancastrian army and proclaimed himself King Edward IV. In 1792 on this date, King Gustav III of Sweden died after being shot at a masquerade ball. The assassin claimed that he thought he was shooting a totally different king, damn that mask, and he was released to become the Phantom of the Opera. In 1871, on this day, Queen Victoria opened the Royal Albert Hall, and when asked by a musician, how do you get into the Royal Albert, said, practice, practice, and a nice piece of silk lingerie. In 1974, on this day, Chinese farmers discovered the terracotta army near Xi'an, 8,000 clay warrior statues buried to guard the tomb of China's first emperor, which is not what those farmers thought they'd planted. Celebrations today include National Mum and Pop Business Owners Day, and Vietnam Veterans Day, so drop in at your local store with the man who occasionally stares into the middle distance and order something non-triggering. Your guest today is regular on the podcast, Helen Zaltzman. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me back. As always, on the weekends, we take a step back from the cutting edge of the newsiest news to take a deep draft from the well that is our weekend magazine. Coming up today, we'll have a property section hosted by Helen Zaltzman, but first, some features in the weekend magazine that we won't have time for today. 
In The Weekend magazine today, a virus lockdown street piece where our journalists have turned to the people on their streets for their vox pops about the virus. It's a beautiful layout, a double-page spread, with a picture of Dan from the People's Republic of Dubbo. He's a man who's trying to style out a weak chin with a high-neck jumper, but it's not working, and he's got a little inset quote which says... I don't know anything about science and I'm a terrible person, but I would like to take a moment to say about the virus and to the virus, if it's listening, that I don't like it. A real insight there from Dan. There's also another pop-out with a lady called Marjorie who is not looking at the camera and is saying, I don't like the virus and neither does my close personal friend Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ couldn't be reached for comment, having vanished over 2,000 years ago without leaving a forwarding address, except for a piece of paper with an arrow pointing up and a large, thick book with the preface, Don't Misinterpret This. Also in the Weekend magazine, a eulogy section, because Hollywood is in mourning, of course, after the tragic death of Duncan the Adequate Squirrel, a squirrel who, as we all know, stole the hearts of a nation with a documentary biopic of his technique for sneaking into people's houses at night and removing their still-beating heart from their chests. We have a nostalgic interview with Duncan's manager, Tiffany Muller, who is the only person willing or available to admit to a personal relationship with a squirrel, where she expresses her grief at the loss of income, saying, Nobody wanted to manage a murderous squirrel, but then he threatened my children, so I went along with it. He ended up being a very successful animal actor for the six years of his lifespan, and being a squirrel, he did work for less than equity. And those are the features we do not have time for, because now it's time for your ad section. Time for your ad section now. Buy any one or more of the following products and barter them when the economy collapses. Many years ago, the German director Herner Wurzog made films about the human condition that were long, boring and worthy. This summer, a new release from the auteur who brought you Sad Man Shitting Himself to Death on a Bus, The One That's Problematic Now and Antarctica for No Reason. After a self-imposed exile of five decades, he returns with his short film Old Man Accidentally Activates FaceTime during a call to his relatives. Critics are praising the cinematography, the New York Times saying, Every shot is up his nose. The Chicago Tribune says, We could see him but not hear him, and sometimes we could just see the ceiling fan. Old Man Accidentally Activates FaceTime during a call to his relatives. He's not dead. He just doesn't know which bit's the camera. people today. And that's your ad section today. The last post. Now it's time for your top feature for the Weekend magazine. Helen Zaltzman. Hi. You are our top feature helper. What is happening in property? Well, let me tell you from the vantage point of the basement of an Airbnb I'm staying in because I don't live anywhere. <laughs> that what's happening in property is inspirational slogans. 
to keep you company while you are in isolation. So I am in this Airbnb spare room, which is empty of decor, except for a box canvas, which says in large caps, dance like no one is watching. Have you ever heard anything more beautiful, Alice? Or more appropriate for quarantine, because no one is watching. No one is watching. I always thought I should dance like no one was caring about how I danced, but that doesn't make quite as good a canvas, I think. Yeah, I don't know if there would be room on a canvas this size for all of those words. Or what about podcasts like No One Is Listening, which is the case for, I think, at least 50% of shows. That is definitely the case. I mean, you've been travelling around the world. Do you have a sense of where the world property market is going? at the moment? Well, all the properties in the world are shuffling slightly closer together in order to form one enormous property. (laughs) What will that property look like, Helen? It's going to look like a mess, Alice, because a lot of those design features are not compatible. (laughs) It's going to have a lot of mismatched windows, that's for sure, and probably a lot of leaks. Oh, yeah. It's going to be imperfect. I want to live on the houseboat that sits at the top of the Taj Mahal. That's what I want. It sounds wobbly. It does, but it'll be so pretty while it lasted. (laughs) Before the waters rose. Do you count the Taj Mahal as property at this stage of its existence? I mean, isn't it? Does it belong to the world? What happens inside it? I don't know what happens. I've seen a lot of pictures of people sitting outside it. I don't think you're allowed into the Taj Mahal. I think it's a monument to love and death. Right, exactly. But I'd never thought what happens inside it. Maybe that's where the party is. Maybe it's just people watching Netflix like every other property. I mean, in the (laughs) modern world, it doesn't really matter where you live. As long as you've got Netflix, you'll be fine. (laughs) It's the only way you know you're alive, really. When it, every three hours it says, are you still watching this? And you go, okay, I guess I'm still alive to be seeing this message. I always find that moderately passive-aggressive. <laughs> are you really still watching this? Is that what you've decided to do with your time? Binge-watcher, are you? You should be embarrassed, even though you're our core market. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that top feature section now, Helen. Uh, we're going to move on to our letters to the editor. Every now and then, one of your co-hosts reads a news story and then says, sounding surprised, and this is real, like Josh Gondelman did in today's episode on competition. You yourself also made a similar comment when you read out my email asking what the D in Christopher D. Skinner stands for, to which I've still not received a satisfactory reply. I'm confused. Isn't it all real? The last post is my trusted and only news source, and I've already booked flights for my summer holiday in New New Zealand. Please reassure me. Regards, Gerald Manley Flopkins. P.S. Does the D stand for dildo? Doesn't the D stand for Christopher D. Skinner? The name is like a fractal. Yes, yes it does. So that you mean the D stands for the middle of the next D that it stands for? Yeah. That's a good theory. Of course, we will respect Christopher D. Skinner's right to have a middle name that is a secret. But I want to address your central question, Gerald Manley Flopkins. This is a satirical news podcast, so it is a comedy podcast. But the news that we deal with, of course, is real. This is the universe of news that we are working within. So occasionally, if we're, if we're making jokes about things... We'll mention that the thing we're making a joke about is real. I assume you've heard of satire before, yes? Do you think Gerald is asking because this is Gerald's main form of information about current affairs? If so, that is a concern. Yes, yes, that is a concern. I mean, anyone who relies on a single 15-minute daily podcast for all of their news probably needs to expand their repertoire because, of course, in 15 minutes we cannot cover all of the news that there is to cover. As the 24-hour news cycle would indicate, there's... 
you know, 23 hours and 45 minutes more news that could be being covered. We just do our little little short episodes every day to give you a taste of the news, maybe a freemium model for the more expensive news websites. But certainly this is reality, the only reality we know, and despite some theories about why my email's been going a bit weird recently, pretty sure that this is the only reality that we have access to. Uh, Helen, do you have any thoughts on alternate universes? They sound great right now. Let me at them. Well, it sort of depends on whether they're worse or better, doesn't it? Yeah. How much risk would one be willing to take? Well, I mean, even if there was a worse one, it'd be nice knowing that someone was worse off than you. <laughs> Yay! There's a sh- sort of a schadenfreude there. <laughs> if this is the best of all possible universes, then you're like, well, you know, could be worse. <laughs> Maybe at some point you reach the worst universe, and there, what do they say instead of, eh, it could be worse, to comfort themselves? Maybe they say, well, the only way is up, and Yaz is the emperor of that universe. <laughs> well, all wealth is relative, right? So maybe we we would only be comparing ourselves with better universes and feeling bad about ourselves, like Instagram. So if the universes weren't hierarchical, they're all roughly the same, then you could have the contentment that, you know, no one is worse or better off that the universe of alternate universes was egalitarian. If everyone had a sort of a, an yeah. equal level but differently distributed of shitness and goodness in the world. Yeah, or just the ultimate combo of shitness and goodness where it's just like, eh, it's mm. all right. Nothing to get excited about. It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Doesn't that sound like paradise right now? <laughs> ah, adequate. The adequate universe. That's the true heaven. Or purgatory. It's really hard to call it. Thank you so much for sending your letter to the editor. Remember, you, listener, can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. We have previous editions available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news and if you have not done so before, please look them up. They'll make these ones make more sense. Your guest today in the studio was Helen Zaltzman. Helen, have you got anything to plug? Yes, I have three podcasts that you can listen to to quell the anxiety that bubbles in your stomach and out of your ass. Uh, these <laughs> oh, podcasts God. are The Illusionist, an entertainment show about language. Answer me this, an entertainment show about all the questions humans have about our human universe and Veronica Mars Investigations, a recap show of the television show Veronica Mars. Well, everyone's working from home right now, so you need more podcasts in your life, and I suggest you download them immediately. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Fraser for my occasional blogs, or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My special, Savage, will be coming out on Amazon Prime on the 17th of April, so please put a note in your calendar to download that so they let me do more comedy. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. The executive producer of The Last Post is Christopher D. Skinner. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor Jan Karbat was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Carbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th 
wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.